0: Welcome to the Mainly Plants Podcast. Uh, I am Ryan Furman and I am a certified plant-based nutritionist. Uh, The website, mainlyplants.com, you can get a hold of me through there or you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com, on any of the social media, at mainlyplants and you can direct message me there, which a lot of you have been doing, uh, which is awesome. All right, so uh, this week, excuse me, I want to talk about a couple of questions that have come up recently, uh, and then I want to get into um, the benefits of of going plant-based. But first things first. So a lot of the argument that I I hear, not necessarily argument, but retort that I hear from people when I tell them that I'm plant-based or how much healthier it is to be plant-based, is that humans are omnivores and we're supposed to eat meat. Uh, But the question isn't whether humans are supposed to eat meat uh, or is is it necessary to eat meat. Um, Yeah, you know, as cavemen, uh, there were times when we had to hunt and kill animals and eat meat uh, in order for our survival. In order to get uh, those calories in, um, in order to get the protein in. Um, and survive through times where we couldn't be foraging for uh, uh, plants. Um, however, today, uh, when we can drive to our grocery store and pick up pounds and pounds and pounds of meat, um, it's not necessary to to eat meat. Um, I kind of equate it to this. You know, humans are meant to walk and run everywhere. Right, we don't have uh, a three hundred horsepower engine built into us and wheels for legs. We're meant to walk. We're meant to run. However, we have invented the car, invented the bicycle, invented the motorcycle, and what, whatever else you want to throw in there. Um, so we don't have to run and walk everywhere. Um, the same way we are, yeah, our bodies are designed to eat certain amounts of of meat, um, but we don't have to anymore. We can live healthier, longer lives without doing that. <clears throat> um, so, you know, it, it's one thing to to go out uh, and hunt for, you know, a bear or, or deer or whatever the uh, the animal is, um, because that's that's how you survive uh, through the winter or, or whatever, whatever it is, you know, or or there's some there's are some areas that don't support agriculture um, but can support livestock grazing um, you know whether it be a desert or you know so there's some coastal areas that are very rocky and and there the land isn't sufficient for farming uh, but they have a lot that you can obviously fish there um, <clears throat> so it's 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 hard to to put to wrap this question up neatly right because Whenever you have access to a ton of food at the ready, like a grocery store, um, all that kind of goes out the window. What our bodies are meant to do, what what we're designed to do, what we're supposed to do. Um, We don't need meat. We don't need animal products. There are tons of ways around it. Um, I always say, you know, if you're a meat eater, uh, go out, kill it yourself. Uh, And I mean, kill it, you know, with a bow and arrow or a knife. And skin it and clean it and prepare it that way and eat it. Um, it's going to be most most likely healthier than the uh, you know mass produced hormone injected antibiotic injected meat that you get at the grocery store. Um, and you're working for it. Um, you know a lot of people will will look the other way when it comes to slaughterhouses because they don't like what they see yet they'll eat the meat. So um, kind of getting off topic a little bit, but. Yeah, we are evolved to eat meat, but we don't need to anymore. Um, we are evolved to walk and run, but we don't have to anymore. <clears throat> uh, the other question, I was at dinner um, with, with some friends, and, and, and one of them um, found out that I was plant-based in my diet, and, and turned to me and said, well, but what about, what about dairy? You know, cows need to be milked. You know, it's necessary for a cow to be milked. Um, and I said, yeah, It it once a cow produces milk, it is necessary for that cow to um, get rid of the milk somehow. Um, however, uh, once you understand how the dairy industry operates, um, you'll kind of realize that the cows are getting screwed. Now the cow only needs to be milked because she's had her calf taken away from her within about a day or two uh, of the calf being birth. Um, that calf gets taken away uh, and usually gets put on formula um, that's usually made out of garbage, um, plasma, slaughterhouse plasma, they call it. Um, and then that that milk that the cow needs to get rid of gets milked by a machine um, so that you know, humans can turn it into cheese or, or milk or whatever the dairy product is, um, and then <clears throat> in a few months, the the cow stops producing milk because that's when calves usually wean off, and she'll be uh, impregnated again to start the whole process over again. So they're they're these these cows are kept perpetually pregnant, giving birth, milked, and then the cycle starts all over again. Um, so it it really is a bad it's a bad life for these for these cows. Um, no animal is meant to be uh, impregnated and produce offspring repeatedly, over and over and over again. And not only that, um, they're having their offspring ripped away from them um, at a very young age, you know, a day or two. Um, so, yeah, cows need to be milked. However, the way that we do it, or um, and the reasons that that we do it, uh, not not necessarily ethical. Uh, so. <laughs> With those questions out of the way, let's talk about um, why you should be plant-based. you know I, I talk a lot about <clears throat> you know there's you know the, the protein aspect or, or you know I break it down into little little segments, but let's let's zoom out a little bit. Let's pan out and get big picture here. Um, so there, there's a, a bunch of different reasons. Um, the first one, uh, it can prevent and can reverse chronic disease. So as Americans, we are obsessed with weight loss. However, uh, we are one of the, if not the most, sickest society on the planet. Um, Right now, one out of every three people will die of heart disease. And in America, heart disease is the number one killer of people. Uh, 70% of Americans are obese or overweight. 70%. 7 out of 10 people are obese or overweight Uh, by 2030 50% of all adult Americans will most likely be diabetic or pre-diabetic and this is type 2 diabetes this is um, uh, diabetes that that can be reversed and prevented uh, through diet Uh, 75% of all US healthcare costs are attributed to lifestyle illnesses uh, meaning that when it comes to diet, uh, and, and we'll kind of take diet specifically, you know, because there's smoking and, and drug use and stuff like that. Um, however, if we, if we take it as of diet, um, the, the vast reasons that people are sick and not feeling well uh, is because of diet. Uh, the standard American diet, um, which is commonly referred to as SAD, if you've ever heard people talk to you about SAD, Uh, or SAD, it's the standard American diet. Um, And there's a little play on words there, it is is very sad. Um, Our diet is being used by a ton of other countries now. You know, you see um, the Western diet is starting to be uh, kind of erupt in um, the Pacific Rim countries, the Asian countries. Um, where fast food and, and like KFC and McDonald's are um, highly valued over there. So <clears throat> again, reason number one, it can prevent and it can reverse chronic diseases. Um, not, just, not just diabetes and um, heart disease, but we're talking about cancer, gout, Alzheimer's. Um, there's a slew of them kidney stones, kidney disease. um, I could go on and on and on. Uh, However, I don't want to. Just change your diet. Uh, Number two, it conserves water. So more than half of the water consumed in the US is for animal agriculture. Uh, The meat and dairy industry uses a third of the entire planet's fresh water, a third. Based on a global average of water consumption for beef production, it takes about 460 gallons of water to produce just one quarter pound hamburger. Again, that's 460 gallons of water for one quarter pounder hamburger. And I've had a quarter pounder hamburger before. When I used to eat meat, they do not fill you up. Uh, And to that likeness, uh, the dairy industry isn't much better. It takes about 1,000 gallons of water to produce one gallon of milk. Now, if that makes sense to you, um, smoke another joint, because that doesn't make sense to anybody with a clear head. Um, so it's super wasteful, it's not efficient, um, and, and it kind of shows you how broken our system is. Um, we're using a 1,000 gallons of water to produce a gallon of milk, and that gallon of milk is gonna cause you so many health problems on top of that. <clears throat> so. Uh, number two, it does conserve a ton of water. Uh, a great movie to watch uh, on this topic is Cowspiracy. If you have Netflix, check out Cowspiracy. Um, it is very eye-opening. Um, and going in, going along with that Cowspiracy, uh, which is also covered, is uh, item number three. Um, going plant-based cuts greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, when it comes to global climate change we tend to focus a lot on the impact of fossil fuels um, and things like fracking um, the the kind of elephant in the room is animal animal agriculture um, which the percentages vary but but they are responsible for massive percentages of the greenhouse gas emissions. Um, it's more than the exhaust from all the transportation combined. Is animal agriculture. So if every American dropped just one serving of chicken from their diet per week, for example, it would save the same amount of CO two emissions as removing five hundred thousand cars from the road. Um, so you can make a big impact uh, on on our greenhouse gases. You know, the global warming, the ozone layer. Uh, Even if you don't wanna go 100% plant-based, cut back. Uh, Even a little bit makes massive, massive changes to our climate. Um, If you do go uh, full plant-based, you can cut your carbon footprint in half by a full 50%. Um, So, um, you know, whether you do it for health reasons or ethical reasons or environmental reasons, you can make a gigantic change, uh, just from cutting out a little bit of meat if you don't want to go fully plant-based. Reason number four, it conserves land. So livestock covers about 45% of the Earth's land, uh, and in that, nearly half of the contiguous US, the the lower 48. Um, One and a half acres of land can produce 375 pounds of meat, or 37,000 pounds of plant food, right? So breaking that down, a meat eater requires 18 times the amount of land necessary to feed someone who's, somebody who's eating plant-based. Um, so you can see it's wildly inefficient to, uh, to use our land for animal agriculture. Um, and again, Cowspiracy is a great, uh, a great documentary that covers this as well. Uh, reason number five it helps prevent species extinction so animal agriculture is the leading cause of species extinction uh, more than a hundred animal uh, and and insect species are lost every day from from deforestation um, so you, you know you look at the the deforestation of the amazon uh, to create uh, grazing for for um, For cow production, there there are huge beef exporters there in Brazil, Um, so you think about that. You know, a hundred animal and insect species are lost every day, extinct, not around anymore, can't be brought back, not just endangered, Um, and all these animals have their place in the planet's ecology. You know, they all have a job to do. Um, So when you remove, you know, let alone one a day, but a hundred a day, um, things are gonna get kinda fucked up. So, uh, species extinction, it's one of those ones that kinda creeps under the radar. Uh, You don't hear it talked about a lot, but it is, it's happening all the time, um, and the effects uh, are far-reaching. Reason number six, going plant-based, it helps reduce waste pollution. So every minute, seven million pounds of excrement are produced by animals raised for food and that's just in the US alone so a farm with 2500 dairy cows produces the same amount of waste as a city of 41,000 people so let me let me say that again a farm with 2500 dairy cows produces the same amount of waste as a city of 41,000 people so you think about all that shit right it's got to go somewhere where is it going you know You have these landfills, polluted waterways. Uh, It's, it's disgusting on top of it. And again, greenhouse gases caused from the CO2 and the shit. Um, It's another big problem. Uh, So waste pollution is huge. You think about if somebody opened up a city of 41,000 people and all the waste that was produced. Um, that's the same as a, as, a, as a that's a pretty small dairy farm, 2500 cows. Um, so it's another big reason. Uh, reason number seven um, is the the prevention of marine life destruction. So forty percent of fish uh, caught globally every year are thrown out. That's about 63 billion pounds. Um, and scientists are predicting, that we could see fishless oceans by 2048. That's within my lifetime. You know, I'm 31 years old. I'll be 32 in, in May. Um, 2048 is, isn't that far off. And, and I you know, I think about this stat all the time because I hear it all the time. Um, and, I, and it kind of, it's hard to imagine, you know, the earth is 70, 75% water. And you think about these oceans, these massive oceans, Atlantic Pacific, Arctic, Indian, yada, 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 and there's zero fish in them, it blows my mind. Um, and on top of that, the waste runoff from animal agriculture leads to these, these ocean dead zones where nothing can live because they're so polluted. Um, uh, massive algae blooms um, are so oxygen deprived there that no animal life can survive. Um, and the, these these algae. Blooms provide uh, and create oxygen for uh, these ecosystems underwater. And because they can't survive, um, neither can any kind of uh, animal life in the water. There's actually a really good um, Vice special. There's a a series called Vice on HBO that does a couple of news um, segments every week. That's only about, I think it's a half an hour show. Um, I can't remember exactly what the title of this one was. It was this season they were talking about um, these these ocean dead zones. Um, so you might want to check that out also. Uh, reason number eight, it slows deforestation. Going plant-based slows deforestation. Um, animal agriculture, uh, like I touched on before, is responsible for up to 91% of the Amazon's deforestation. Um, it... A, a, a hard to fathom, another hard to fathom fact is that um, one to two acres of rainforest are cleared every single minute for grazing and growing feed specifically for livestock. Um, one to two acres is massive. Um, I have a plot of land here in Arizona. It's a third of an acre and it's it's big um, for me. Uh, I grew up on four acres and that was massive. Uh, You think of one to two acres of land uh, every minute is wiped away. Let me see if I can find exactly um, how many feet in an acre. Stand by, I'm gonna do a quick Google search. Um, Okay, so for those of you who who aren't familiar with acreage, so one acre is 43,560 square feet. Um, So that's, let's just round to 43,500 square feet. Let's knock out the 60. Um, It's 43,500 feet up and 43,500 square feet over to make a square and everything in that square is wiped away between one and two of those every minute. Now, 43,560 feet, you think of how tall you are. I'm 6'2", I'll round it to 6 foot, say you're around 5 foot. Um, 43,500 is a a lot of you (laughs) going up, over, and filled in. So trying to kind of gain perspective on how big this area is, um, and that's every single minute in the Amazon. Uh, And that's just for... Grazing and growing food for livestock, um, it is it is uh, detrimental to to our environment, to our ozone, to the fresh air produced. Uh, the Amazon produces a massive amount of fresh air for the entire world, um, and we keep going at the rate we're going. We're not going to be able to have clean air anymore. Um, I'm not sure what what the date is that that happens um, but uh, our, our population of the world is growing um, I think right now it's, it's six and a half billion um, so more and more people need to breathe less and less and less uh, production of oxygen I mean you do the math so um, all these reasons that I'm giving to go plant-based kind of tie in with one each one another right so everything kind of is intertwined um, you know, uh, it's it's hard to to kind of fathom, you know, let alone what what we do to our bodies when we eat all that crappy food, but but the 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 resources needed to produce all this all these animal products and meat and cheese and milk and chicken and all this shit uh, is killing the planet. Um, and last time I checked, Mars isn't habitable yet. So, and it's kind of funny. You know, you, you see all these alien movies and they talk about how the aliens come and wipe out, you know, all the living things and then and then rape the planet of the resources and kill the planet and then move on to the next one. And that's kind of like what's starting to happen. We are raping the Earth of its resources to a point where we will no longer be able to inhabit it. We'll have to go to another planet at some point and it's going to start all over again. Um, So we are, (laughs) we're the bad guys. Um, But anyway, moving on. Uh, Reason number nine to be, or to go plant-based or at least partially plant-based. You know, if you can't go fully plant-based, at least try to go partially plant-based, you know, try doing, um, you know, one meal a week, where it's totally plant-based, 100% plant-based. And once you master that, you know, ramp it up two meals a week or a full day. Um, you know, I hear a lot of people say that they can't go plant-based because they love cheese too much. Great. Go plant-based except for cheese. Every little bit that you do helps. Not only the planet, but your health. Um, anyway, number nine, uh, it helps alleviate world hunger. So we are currently growing food. Uh, growing enough food to feed ten billion people—that's that's way more than than we have on on the planet—and um, the U.S. alone could feed eight hundred million people uh, with the grain that we feed to our livestock, right? So we could end world hunger. We could end, you know, hunger in the U.S. Uh, if we used the food that we give to our livestock and we just gave it to humans instead. Um, so hunger isn't an issue of scarcity it's it's allocation it's where we're putting our our resources um, you know 800 million people that could be fed from the grain that that our livestock eat um i believe there's what 350 is it 350 million people in the united states um so that's that's over double um anyway you know these numbers are so. Every time I every, I think about these numbers, the, it's hard to fathom. You know we could we could write everything out. There, there's still time to to save everything and to to get everything back on track. But we just we're we're like looking the other way. We're not doing anything, whether it be because of big industry or money or or stubbornness or, or a combination of of everything. Um. But we're screwing ourselves over, and we're screwing over future generations. Um, Last reason, uh, and then I'll let you guys go, because I've been ranting and raving at you guys for uh, almost a half an hour now. Uh, Reason number 10 to go plant-based, it boosts athletic performance. All right, so eating plant-based totally maximizes athletic performance, uh, because it optimizes our immune system functionality and significantly expedites our our recovery, our physical recovery from exercise-induced stresses. Um, for the non-athletic, maximizing athletic recovery is the um, kind of the pinnacle of of you know our athletic potential. So, you know, if I could have done athletically on you know meat and cheese. Um, what I've been doing on plants, then I, I don't know if I would've gone plant-based, at least not originally. Um, but I have such great recovery time from lifting weights. I work out six, seven days a week, and I get sore, but I, my recovery time is so much faster than it was when I was eating plant or uh, animal-based. Uh, now that I eat plant-based, I am bigger and stronger than I ever was. I have better muscle tone. I feel better. I have more energy during my workouts. My clients tell me the exact same thing. Um, if you want uh, a testimonial, um, uh, email me or DM, direct message me on social media. Um, I can put you in touch with at least one person that'd be willing to, t- to tell you uh, that that changing from an animal-based to a plant-based diet has significantly um, improved their workouts and and aesthetics and physical fitness. Um, so you know. It's it's and just from my own from my own you know uh, experiences touching back on that, um, you know, I would go to the gym five, six years ago and struggle through it, sweat profusely, smell really badly, um, get home, be exhausted, uh, be sore for days, have a lot of injuries due to uh, did a lifting, whether it be um, joint issues, joint soreness, um muscle tears or nerve damage, muscle pulls, ligaments, yada yada. List went on. Um, and I'll just kind of work through it. Now there's there's pretty much nothing. I mean I have a little bit of tendonitis in my left arm, um, just from lifting extremely heavy for thirteen years and most of that not being when I was, you know eating eating properly. Um, and plus, you know, getting old. However, uh, now, like I said, my recovery time is is phenomenal, and I'm six two, 6'2", 200 pounds, um, and and pound for pound, you know, I'm I'm ex- even stronger. Um, so, if you want some t- tips and tricks for the gym, let me know. Also, I'd be happy to share them with you. Um, uh, and if, also, if you haven't heard my supplements podcast from, I think it was a a week or two ago. Uh, listen to that one because that touches on on the gym life also and the Protein Podcast as well. Um, but anyway, getting back to it, it does boost, boost your athletic performance going plant-based. If you are serious about physical fitness, um, say you're a competitor or or just like going to the gym, um, going plant-based, I promise you, I'll give you your money back. Uh, if you are strict plant-based and, and do everything I tell you, your gym performance and your muscle tone in recovery times will skyrocket from what they are now. You think they're good now? Maybe you think they're bad now. But if you think they're good now, it'll, it'll blow your mind at how great your athletic performance can be on a plant-based diet. So, with that being said, if you have questions, comments, concerns, or you want to hear a special uh, topic covered on the podcast, let me know. Ryan at mainlyplants.com, Direct message me on any of the social media At mainly plants. Uh, And until next time, go eat some vegetables.